HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program has been brought to you by Whole Foods Market, a dynamic leader in the quality food business, a mission-driven company that aims to set the standards of excellence for food retailers. For more information, visit WholeFoodsMarket.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org for thousands more. Hey, and welcome to the food scene on HeritageRadioNetwork.org 2013. This is the first episode, and it's only befitting to have the ladies, the sister cosans of TheNewPotato.com, a wonderful food and lifestyle site that's going to get everybody looking for that new potato. Thank you for being on. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Michael. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All that. Yeah, it's going to be a good year. It's going to be a great year. So, and the new potato, we'll talk about the relaunch and the rebirth, the phoenixology of your site. But we got to talk about the beginnings. Uh, You two um, weren't initially, well, I wouldn't say food people. Uh, You weren't initially new potato people. Uh, (laughs) Where do you grow up? What are your backgrounds? Uh, we well, we grew up in Connecticut, just outside New York City, and um, I had a background in fashion. Laura was in entertainment, and you know we both always loved food and restaurants. And we kind of one day said, you know, there's really not a site that combines that cool editorial design feel with food, and kind of does it all in a really kind of creative way, and really focuses on the lifestyle behind food and culture and restaurants featuring all different types of people in 
all different industries and kind of how they relate to it. And yeah. that's sort of where the idea kind of spawned from. Yeah, Connecticut doesn't seem like the hub of all those things, though. So, no, <laughs> what, not what really. It, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, what was it in your childhood that fascinated you enough to eventually move your way towards food? Where do you guys uh, eat, cook? I well, mean, were you... Uh, well, we're kind of Jewish. Always, so. <laughs> that is true. That's a big one. Bagels and love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were always brought up, like, coming in and out of New York. Our whole family is from there basically we always traveled when we were younger so it was always something that was a big part of our lives food is a big part of our lives yeah, so, yeah you know and we wanted somewhere that you could go where on the one hand you could see you know what the meatball shop guys are doing on the other hand see you know where uh great and carter's going to eat so yeah, yeah yeah no it is quite the gamut quite the spectrum of people and i mean i'm super impressed having this show and booking my own guests, the reach that you guys have already had. I mean, uh, I guess a, a big question is, how did you start a site like this? Who was your first interview and how did you keep that ball rolling? Well, actually, we kind of started by just sort of walking around on foot and going in and asking if the owner was there at certain restaurants <laughs> and saying, do you want to be part of this site that doesn't exist yet? Basically, <laughs> yes, that is how we started. Yeah. Um, but we were really lucky that we had some really amazing people join us for the launch, and that kind of propelled us pretty early on. So yeah. that was great. We have to give a shout out to Gabriel Stuhlman. who yeah. was actually the first Definitely. person to say yes. Gabriel yeah. Stuhlman. I'm a huge And fan. I remember I went to photograph him, and he was like, so who else is on this <laughs> site that doesn't exist? And I was like, oh, lots of people. Just wait. <laughs> Luckily, he was in very good company. Oh, once yeah. we, we were like, that information has to be confidential this time. Yeah, uh, yeah we can't tell you yet. <laughs> so how long has the site actually been up? Um. It'll be a year, I think, March 1st, around then. I mean, it's already such a huge collection of people, of stories, um, that, you know, it's so much fun and entertaining to sit there and kind of vet through all these fascinating uh, facts that you've heard from people. Um, You just recently published your top stories of 2012, Tom Colicchio, uh, Graydon Carter, as you mentioned, Nate Berkus. Um, what did you initially talk to Gabe about? Did you have a structure in these questions? Because aside from ideal food day, you know, it's kind of whatever whimsy there is. Well, I think with did we I think with Gabriel we yeah. actually did our Epicureans questionnaire, which we kind of was our kind of our own little take on the Proust questionnaire. Mm-hmm. And we kind of started giving that around to a couple of different people. And then with, with people we also started kind of evolving the interview so that you know, they all didn't match. But the Epicureans questionnaire has stayed pretty. We wanted something constant that people would kind of uh, really get, like, addicted to, shall you say? Like, we started, like, the icons, which, you know, and now it's kind of become, is, is someone an icon or is somebody a new icon? And, you know, the questions are different. Like, with Epicureans, they, they, they're they not exactly the same for every person. Um, but we like the fact that they sort of are tailored to the personality to kind of show that we're really looking at who someone yeah. is rather than just the same format exactly for everybody. So, so what are the bullet points? What are the questions that you ask people? Do you have a script that you follow? Not really a script. No, like they basically vary. There's some that are like constants, you know, ideal food day, last meal, you know, ideal dinner party with five people living or dead. Who would they be? Um, you know, right, Danielle? We have basically. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, yeah, Epicureans is sort of a set thing like you said um and then you know we kind of tailor it sometimes to different people and um you know we we generally ask you know if it's if it's a questionnaire we've evolved you know past that it's you know 
cater to the person so yeah. about their background so let's talk about the breakdown you have these you know topic headers you have the aesthetics the restaurant tours the foodies the house the recipes what is each one and what are some of your favorites from each subject Ooh, okay um <laughs> we're like looking at each other who should, should, should take what category well you know i think that um you know, restaurant tours obviously is pretty self-explanatory. It's the people that own, you know, these amazing restaurants or a few amazing restaurants. I think some of my personal favorites from that have been, you know, as you said, Tom Colicchio, because I, I like ones that cause a bit of a stir. Yeah. You know, I like when there's a whole, you know, controversy yeah, involved well, online. Well, what was the controversy <laughs> with Tom? I know there was uh, some intriguing top chef questions. Yeah, he said, um, and it was a completely, it was a great answer, but he said something about, I think I asked him who he would want to compete with because um, we ask a lot of times who somebody would want to compete with yeah. in a food competition. And he said, you know, I don't really get the whole competitive <laughs> food TV thing. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, that was, um, pretty, that was pretty great. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I think when you get people talking about food TV, you always get, or not always, I should say, but you do often get a answer that can sometimes spark debate. Yeah. Which is great. So you have the aesthetic. Yeah, the aesthetic um, was really kind of came out of the idea that, you know, like I said, there were we felt like aesthetic is such a big part of dining and restaurants and that part of your lifestyle that when we felt like it was really ignored in a lot of different platforms. So we really wanted to put emphasis on it. So in that we profile people like Roman and Williams, who did the design for the standard and the Breslin at the Ace Hotel and, um, you know, from and then from that to a shop, the aesthetic, which is someone like Nate kind of curating a shoppable aesthetic, like picking items for a restaurant that you can actually shop off of based of the, on the aesthetic of that yeah. restaurant. And for people that don't know Nate Burkis, he's an amazing designer amazing. and he's what design lines for Target for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's w an amazing Hotels. interior designer. He actually just had an unbelievable his new book is amazing. Yeah. The yeah. things that matter. It's so mm-hmm. good. Um, and, and so someone like him, like Carrie Diamond from Seersucker in Brooklyn, which is one of, we love that restaurant. And we did a a piece on her and a piece on Rob and she curated a shop, the aesthetic for us all based on Seersucker, which is kind of a Southern vibe, but her, her picks, I should say, were amazing. And they were all, you know, based on the aesthetic of the restaurant. So you were shopping great denim, you're shopping rock and roll posters, flowers, Mm -hmm. and just really cool stuff. So um, that was really what we wanted to go for with that section, just really hitting that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, the house section, which is, I'm sure, something that you you like, obviously, Michael. (laughs) Michael likes that. Um, (laughs) That was kind of... Uh, born out of there was this like moth eaten event event like last year or something and um, Dan- Danielle and I always have this idea of like the front to the back of the house which you obviously get where you know you explore kind of like every single aspect of a restaurant and you know I actually went around to before we even started the site and was doing these like little Q&A's with like the bus boy the line yeah. cook just everyone and created this like whole packet that I actually went after and gave to Gail Simmons <laughs> after the moth eaten event. You know who I was. Yeah. Um, and then we got her on the site eventually. But so then we kind of thought we'll do this section called the house. So it's exploring the back to the front and, you know, not ripping you off. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm happy that someone else is proliferating that idea. I mean, yeah. uh, it's such a, you know, even in this day and age with celebrity chefs and that, yeah, it's like, 
the rest of the kitchen or the rest of the restaurant is overlooked so so often so yeah you guys give such a great spectrum of people i mean from you know the the owner to the designer to you know the bus boy or dishwasher so (laughs) thank you yeah yeah. especially in new york there's i mean there's so many cool maitre d's out there like how often do you walk into a restaurant and say oh wow look you know she's so well dressed or you know and so we started the whole night out with a maitre d column where you kind of follow like a really cool maitre d around and just kind of what these people are about who work in restaurants can i suggest one if you haven't had him already john winterman from danielle he's been on the show he's he's an amazing person um and i'm sure it'll be a hell of a night out but uh, yeah that's it seeing what (laughs) people do yeah seeing what people do outside of work i think almost uh, dictates their personality in work in a weird way well, and people don't know, you know, one of the first ones we had was with uh, Jeffrey Parrish, who actually was working at one of um, Gabriel's restaurants. And, you know, when, when we went out with him, there was like all these free things like coming our way from like random, like he just knew all these different people. And it's like this whole community that you don't really, we didn't know like really existed yet. Yeah. And it was really cool. Uh, that was a fun one. Yeah. I, think, um, I mean, without a maitre d' by your side, I'm assuming you guys go out, check out the New York scene. Once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> so, aside from eating at Roberta's say, where do you often dine? You want to start this one? <laughs> sure. It's a long, long oh, list. God, it's like, this, that question is overwhelming, and I love how we ask that, and then we say, um, you know, I think all of, I have to admit, like all of Gabriel's restaurants, I think, like are my favorite. I love um, Joseph Leonard for dinner. I love Jeffrey's Grocery for brunch. Like Jeffrey's Grocery brunch, probably my favorite thing. Um, you know, we like like what Alex Stupak was like one of the first people we love, like Emplan and Blancochina, Cafe Clune, anything Keith McNally does. Um, Barbudo is probably one of our absolute favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Like most of the people who have been interviewed on our site and yeah. have mm-hmm. all have wonderful things to say about Jonathan Waxman, deservingly so. But um, I, that restaurant is pretty much can do no wrong. Yeah. Um, the standard is another haunt. The Mission Chinese food craze. Yeah, obviously. I've been there like yeah. two or three times <laughs> in the past 10 days. It's been a blur, but I know I've eaten there a lot. Kung Pao Pastrami, kind yeah. of my bag. Yeah. Um, so with this large collection of people that, you know, gather tasty information from, uh, you mentioned someone like Jonathan Waxman. Do you see uh, these similar responses through a lot of people places that all the chefs go or places that all the restaurateurs go and what are those insider tips now um well i would say i mean we definitely do um barbuda was definitely one and jonathan waxman's chicken has been mentioned in probably you know 50 mm-hmm. percent of our yeah. well every <laughs> single chef you ask like who they admire we were thinking seeing at the beginning that every chef was saying jonathan waxman so it's just kind of funny that you started with that um, so that was a trend we were seeing at the beginning. Definitely. Um, and then there are other ones, you know, like the restaurant that never goes out of style. We always get like La Grenouille. Yeah. Um, you know, it's more like specifics. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. We, um, I'm trying to think what else we get a lot. I mean, I guess, it, you know, I guess in terms of people do give us a lot of good specifics. Like Adam Rappaport actually said we pretty much ordered today at Roberta's <laughs> based on Adam Rappaport yeah. and what he told us to order in his interview, which was the 
salad, the the rec, the plain salad with the mint and pecorino. Oh, it's delicious! Yeah, that and the margarita here. pizza. Yeah. And, you know, so we do use yeah. So if you, that is one thing on our site that we get a, some good insider tips from people. And like more trend wise, you know, you get the whole food TV should be folk. Like, let's not forget the food. Like, food TV is getting a little bit too much. Like reality TV, you know, you get like a lot of those kind of yeah. We've had that a couple that times. Yeah. It's just a few. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely trends that you that you hear along the yeah. way. Well, uh, let's actually talk about food for a second because, you know, you have a wonderful you know, collection right now of recipes too, you know, directly from chefs, from bloggers, from yeah. so many different sources. I was kind of weeding through the cocktails uh, oh, today yes. as <laughs> I'm ushering in this year with a slightly liquid diet. Oh, you making um, this one? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we're not FCC regulated and we can drink on air. So it doesn't really All matter. right, cool. Um, what are some of your favorite recipes that you've collected? Hmm. Well, um, the Jonathan Wax one, roast chicken, I have to say, I've done that like a trillion <laughs> plugged times. plugged that like six times <laughs> yeah, in this interview so far. Um, oh, you know the one, was it, I think it was Andrew Zimmern gave us these one pot sticky chicken wings that were awesome. Those were really, really good. We have uh, some short ribs from Edward Lee that are like out of this world. These bison short ribs that if you can get your hands on some bison meat, you should try. Yeah. And in terms of cocktails, the Jim Meehan cocktails are unbelievable. I think it... I can't remember the exact name of it off the top of my head, but um, I think one of them is a Manhattan, but he makes it with pepper, and it's like a vodka Manhattan, and it's unbelievable. It's like one of the best cocktails I've ever yeah. tried. So um, do you guys feel like gluttons now after having started this site? You just get this <laughs> influx of great food and drinks. Um, I mean, what what has this world opened up your eyes to? I mean, what didn't you know existed that you now can't stop thinking about? Hmm, that's a really good question. Laura? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you can see, he's the editor and yeah. the creative director. Um, yeah. No, I mean, uh, as I said before, I think one thing, this is not as food related as it should be, but I think like the incredible community that the food community is and just how yeah, everyone definitely. really knows each other and like these amazing relationships that I hate to say it, you see like from an event to like on Twitter is just so awesome. Yeah. And it's so fun to be a part of. And, you know, you're not always a part of it when you feel a part of it. You feel really cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Definitely. I think it's a really it is. It's like a community in a lot of ways. And I think that's something that um, that we really have kind of discovered in, in doing this, which is great. And also just how people in so many different industries, like everyone, you know, as people say in our interviews, I can't take credit for this. Everybody has to eat. Right. And it's amazing when we interview like a Nate Berkus or an Alexandra Wilson, like the founder of Guilt, like everybody loves food. Like it doesn't matter who it is, which is just so cool. So right. there's this like universality of it. Awesome. Yeah, Joe, you got that clip because that's what Heritage is found on, too. Yeah, I everybody mean, has yeah, to yeah. eat. Exactly. I mean, we have like 25, uh, almost 30 shows on the station, varying genres, subjects. But yeah, it's all comes back to, you know, putting food in the mouth. And yeah. So. And it's funny, actually, because even if they don't, they still have like David Barton, for instance, who owns David Barton yeah. Gym. We interviewed him and he said the best thing that no one else on her site has ever said, which was, I wish that I could something along these lines. This is not a direct quote, but it was, I wish that I could kind of take all the food for one day and put it into one pill. It would just be so much easier. <laughs> but his interview was so great and it was really a very popular interview. And it was just so funny because usually we have, when you ask someone like, 
you know, a food person or a restaurant person, their ideal food day. It's like a long yeah. ideal food day. And his was like, oh, I wish I could just put my food into a pill. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like such a great answer. And yeah. it totally so says know, something about people. Yeah, you person. really get a whole, you really get a great variety when you ask people about food. No matter what it is, somebody, everyone has something to say. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break and I'm going to actually turn that question back into you and find out what your ideal food days will be. Ooh. You've been listening to the food scene on Heritage Radio Network.org. We'll be right back. Today's program has been brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Washed rind cheeses are a fairly recent addition to the repertoires of artisanal cheesemakers in the United States. These cheeses tend to be stinkier than other types and are often high on the list of connoisseurs. Now, Whole Foods Market has come up with one of their own. The raw cow's milk cheese made by Sprout Creek Farm in Poughkeepsie, New York, is washed with six-point ale from Red Hook, Brooklyn. The beige sticky rind deepens in color as it ages. The satiny ivory cheese within is mellow with a sweetly tangy bite and a grassy aroma. The current version features six-point diesel, which is in limited supply, so stop by and pick up some before it's gone. And point-of-origin cheese is sold exclusively at Whole Foods Market in New York, northern New Jersey, and Connecticut. For more information, visit WholeFoodsMarket.com. We all know what a foodie is, but what's foodiness? Foodiness is turning us into those chubby, slushy, slurping, lounge chair-bound morons in Wally, plugged in, pumped full of sugar, and brain-dead. Chef Erica Wides is here to fight against foodiness. You have to keep drinking the Let's Get Real Kool-Aid for it to start to work. Let's Get Real. Rediscover real food every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Hey, and welcome back to the Food Scene on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. I'm your host, Michael Harlan Turkel, here today with Laura and Danielle Kosen of The New Potato. Um, I've given you, what, like a minute to think about this oh, question God. that you no, ask everybody? <laughs> yeah, and, and now you see why they freeze up a little bit. Yeah. Ideal food day. Oh, okay. Um, well, I guess, God, I am plugging the same people. I really should think about this one. <laughs> Um, I guess it would start with the smoked salmon and everything at Jeffrey's Grocery yeah. and the Bloody Mary with it. Uh, then I think I would jet over to um, Carrie and Rob's place and have some fried chicken in between breakfast and lunch, which really <laughs> makes sense. But ideal food days aren't supposed to yeah. make sense, so it's fine. Um, then... It's around the world, so it's okay. I can travel, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we, <laughs> we, we allow people to travel. Exactly. It's like Star Trek. It's good. So, so then maybe I'd, I'd jet over to Shanghai, actually, and have like the soup dumplings there. I spent a summer there once, and the soup dumplings there were probably what got me into food in the first yeah. place. Um, then I'd maybe I'd go to Paris, and I'd have like a great Coco Van somewhere for dinner. Um, red wine. I'd come back to New York and have a good cocktail at Fedora. Good Manhattan on the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> to wash it all down. That's a lot of jet lag. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stomach yeah. the next day. That's a 48-hour day. <laughs> yeah. And we can't forget about your food day unless okay. you're just tagging along with your sister. Well, I will say that the, her first two mentions of the smoked salmon bagel and the fried chicken would definitely appeal to me as well. Um, but I'm an Italian. Like Pizza is my favorite food in the world. So... 
I'd probably just, I mean, I guess since we're here at Roberta's, yeah. <laughs> I'd probably come somewhere like this for a margarita pizza and red wine, and that would be like my favorite dinner ever. Yeah. So with a really good salad. Yeah. Which you just had. Which I just had. So I'm, I'm Rappaport, pretty right? much had. Yeah, exactly. This Thanks is to not Adam a Rappaport. sponsored radio yeah. show by Roberta's. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, I've always, I, I've always thought it to be, it would be really interesting. You know, you have these ideal food days and to go on to like Google Maps and trace their path and just see where all the intersections Stay are. Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, we've That's thought of that too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And let's talk about like other initiatives for 2013 because the new potato, even though <laughs> is particularly new, is relaunching in uh, 2013 uh, at the end of this month, early February. Definitely, yeah. Basically, we're doing like a huge redesign, relaunch. Um, like we think, and Danielle knows this better than anyone that with digital, it's really good to kind of revamp every kind of you know look into what you're doing, and um, it's going to be a big redesign to just make it even more of like. A magazine, like a re- like a publication, as we are now, but just more info, just so much more at people's fingertips. Yeah, I think right now what's great about our site is that it's really straightforward, and it will continue to be. But um, there's just going to be a lot more when you go on that homepage for you to kind of play with, yeah. which is going to be really exciting. So on the homepage now, you have uh, what's his name, Jay Felden from Town yeah, and Country, Jay Felden. Felden from Town and Country. Uh, I think Amanda Freytag is on there. Chris Santos. Yeah. I mean, pretty awesome people. Downton Abbey, which I sadly um, have never watched. What? And, yeah. We're leaving. Yeah. Um, I, I, but I started reading that piece, and I'm getting more and more intrigued. For a while, I just didn't want to watch it because I'm like, I'm going to be the one. I'm going to be the one that actually doesn't see that <laughs> The show. one who's really missing out. Exactly. So, uh, soon. But future profiles, wish list. Who, who do you have and who do you want to have on the site? You mean like who's co- oh, so yeah. who's actually coming up and who do we want? Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, we we don't like to say too many people that are coming up because we like it to be somewhat of a surprise. But, you know, Bill Telepan is coming up. Uh, David Rockwell actually is coming up and he's like a just a huge architect for just incredible projects, you know, around the world. Um, you know, people, wish list people, um, who I, I go over this in my Bobby head. Bobby Flay, you better be listening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, I was just thinking about someone too. Like, oh, Mario Vitale, actually. Yeah, Mario, Mario what Vitale. are you doing? Joe's been on it. Yeah. Everyone's been on We've it. We've got everyone but you and Bobby. <laughs> um, and then um, who else do we have coming up? Well, I, I don't think we have enough. We don't have people we want to spoil the surprise, so we yeah. probably won't say anymore. Well, I'll be tuned in. I'll be checking it out. Yeah. Um, uh, a function that you mentioned earlier was shopping. You know, being able to have these curated lists uh, and people actually being able to go and buy those things. Is that something you're trying to incorporate more? Because the second I found out, what is it, Minion Kitchen? Yes. Yeah, the second I found out about that on your site, now I can't stop looking at Isn't it. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. I know. It's such a great site. Yeah, that's something that we're that's going to be huge for us in the relaunch. Um, we're incorporating it a lot more and we're... Um, finding new ways to incorporate it we're kind of revamping how we're incorporating it so it's really cool it's still going to be based around the idea of shopping off the aesthetic of restaurants but um i think the idea of being able to you know look through an amazing photo shoot and shop it or look at pictures of a beautiful restaurant or someone in a beautiful restaurant and shop it it's just such a powerful tool now on the internet so that's something that's going to be huge for us in the next year Yeah. what are some of your recent purchases from minion and otherwise Oof, kitchen stuff or 
<laughs> I, I know you, you enjoy the fashion as well. And sometimes you have to dress the part rather than just cook. Yeah, I yeah, I say my money does go more. My money goes to <laughs> restaurants and to fashion, but I did. Well, this isn't really. This is probably not really that impressive, but I I do buy a lot of coffee table books, and so I just bought Edible Selby, which I'm obsessed with. Yeah. It's the most beautiful book, and I, if you love food, you should buy it, and that's not a plug. Yeah. But that's just something I thought of I bought recently. I mean, ki- kitchen-wise, like the my most recent, and bear in mind, if you saw my kitchen in my apartment, you would understand why my question, the answer to this is not that elaborate, um, but... I was recently at that place, Fish and Eddie's, I think oh, it's Fish called. Oh, Fish and Eddie, yeah. Yeah, and you know, I was just buying like mason jars and milk jars and all these like little trinkets like for no reason whatsoever, but they look really good. Not yeah. that they've been used yet, but they yeah. look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I spend uh, plenty of time browsing and pretending that's my home kitchen. I mean, the space yeah. and the light in that store alone is kind of... I right know, I love that store. I'm more like a one, like instrument person i have this like really authentic uh like french um what are they called like those french big it's like a big pan that what is, <laughs> that my mom gave me and yeah. i don't know what it's called it's like a crock pot or oh, something like coats yeah, yeah and i cook like everything yeah. in it and it's uh it's really good and my mom passed it down to me so <laughs> um i'd be remiss if i didn't mention videos Especially one video, which do you get taunted by it a lot? Do people make you say the word? Um, I mean, we've had a couple of people kind of, you know, make fun of us in a good way about yeah. it. But I mean, that video was so great. And, you know, the meatball shop actually is one that we forgot to mention. I had a fantastic meal there the other night. It's such a good spot. Um, but we, yeah, I mean, that was a great video. Those guys are awesome. And we had a lot of fun doing yeah. it. They're and it, saying balls, though, everywhere, though. They didn't listen to us. So. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we had a couple of people like, you know, they didn't even not say balls. We're like, well, that was the point of the video. You had to say balls sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you you know. <laughs> yeah. And how many laps did you actually take? Um, well, Michael Chernow took 30. Yeah. <laughs> but we only took like one. Yeah, we were good. <laughs> and yeah. Daniel probably ha- should have taken like 20, but we had to make him cook the meatballs so yeah he lucked out and if you haven't seen the video go on the new potato.com and check it out it's it's quite hilarious um Thank are there going to be more multimedia kind of things happening more videos yes, definitely, definitely. Yeah. video is going to be also big for us in 2013 so excellent well i'm excited to search out this new potato with y'all and keep on reading and seeing Thank you, know, you who you bring Thank you so in much. um as far as 2013 predictions do you have ideas of what you think are going to trend what you think the hot topics and questions will be hmm. that's, a oh, that's an on the spot question <laughs> very on the spot um i mean i think well oof, i don't know that's a really good question can we address it next time? <laughs> <laughs> on the new potato. We'll address it on the new potato yeah, yeah, yeah. and everyone visit the site <laughs> yeah. to find out what our what our trends are. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, warning, disclaimer, if you start reading the new potato.com, you won't stop. Um, and that is a plug, <laughs> nice. but it's a, it's a, it's a, 
it, it should be a plug because you guys are doing a really cool thing and I'm Thank excited you. to see its Thank growth. You so much. Thank um, you so much. And hopefully this won't be the last time. I think we need somebody on here to give us the tips and trends. So maybe we'll definitely. see you guys like Absolutely. spring summerish. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll have we'll have them in our minds before. Yeah, we yeah exactly. <laughs> and it only takes yeah. us what like six months to schedule a taping. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> six months from now we'll know all the trends. Fantastic, <laughs> Laura Danielle, thenewpotato.com. Thank you so much for being on. Thanks, Michael. Welcome to 2013. The food scene is back. You've been listening to HeritageRadioNetwork.org and hope to have you back here next Tuesday at 3. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website, or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.